Welcome to Lan Arcanum, the city of magic. Built around the Everspire, the city shimmers with arcane energy, but that kind of power brings trouble. Trouble that sometimes seems to spawn from thin air. No one knows trouble better than the Lan Arcanum Highguard. Well, no one that is, except the former members of the LAHG Special Visions Unit, which was disbanded due to public outrage over policing based on visions of the future. You know how it goes. Forced to go freelance, these detectives deal with the strangest and most convoluted cases in Lan Arcanum. This is one such case. Today's episode, Crimes of Passion. Howdy all you kids out there in Radio Land, and welcome to yet another episode of Lawful and Orderly, the D&D SVU show on the RPG Academy Network. I am your Dungeon Master, my name's Scott, and I'm going to be uh, writing tonight's uh, episode of Daring Do. And uh, with me today is uh, good old Marty. Say hello, Schmarty. Hello, Schmarty, the good and the old. Mm-hmm. Uh, good and old Schmarty is playing Aaron Tweet Twilson, your and my favorite um, uh, former member of the uh, Special Visions unit. And uh, with us tonight as a very special special guest is Devin. Why don't you say hello, Devin? Hello! I'm the very special special guest. You're the specialist of special guests that we will have all night. So thank you very much for specially guesting. Excellent. Great. Great. Uh, so, uh, without further ado, I'm going to jump right into a couple of questions. Questions are a really exciting way to jump into the show. We often like to ask our um, officers of the evening questions. Uh, and so the, the first one will go to uh, Devin. Devin, you, you tonight you are playing a character named Marky Halsey. Is that correct? Halsey. 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 Mm-hmm. Marky Halsey. And... Uh, uh, Mr. Halsey has has recently had uh, some challenges uh, with with the High Guard Academy, where uh, uh, Marky was enrolled and is now no longer enrolled. Could you tell us a bit about how that happened? Sure. Well, it was it was all about the the physical physical challenges. You know, I just I couldn't carry the. The big packs, you know, they had to carry 60-pound packs running around, and, well, I, those packs are heavier than I am. I just, I just couldn't hack it, so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm looking for someone to, to help me out and, you know, maybe put in a good word, and, uh, yeah, yeah, that should, that should work. I like it. All right. And Marty, um, Aaron uh, has entrusted... Uh, in, in last week's adventure was, was the first time our uh, intrepid investigators have ever been actually paid for uh, their their work as private investigators. They're professionals yeah. now. That's right. They technically are. Here's what you don't know about fantasy universes. Everybody goes to the bathroom. Everybody eats. Everybody has secret accounts where they pay for things like rent. But only on D&D SVU will you sometimes see it in the fourth <laughs> season. <laughs> Occasionally, yes. Yes, I'm sure it's been a, a very uh, stretchful time of borrowing money from family and things. Uh, in fact, so so perhaps that's the question. How has uh, Aaron Twilson been making rent? Uh, that's a good question. And Aaron has been extremely lucky uh, because he essentially lives in his place of work now. He's been running uh, an apartment that's uh, in the sort of like upper 
floors of the Gold Theater, uh, owned by um, Musdalgrim Gold. And uh, essentially, Aaron has been taking over more and more duties of keeping the theater running at a lower and lower rate, essentially having to like cut out other artists uh, and take on extra extra work um, in order to uh, essentially like get his rent covered in barter. Uh, meanwhile, his uh, his meager savings have been uh, have been spent out of his meager pay uh, and uh, and dwindling dwindling savings to uh, you know eat. Um, so yeah, there was a brief time when uh, Mikhail was uh, living in uh, the clock tower, the uh, the current headquarters of our unnamed detective agency, and yes. um, Aaron has been, um, let's say, slowly packing his things, anticipating the day when he is not able to balance uh, his theater life and his crime fighting life, and uh, he's going to have to make a choice. Wow. Okay. All right. Well. <clears throat> Lucky for you, that choice won't need to be made today. Yeah, and, uh, or will it? Yeah, it's it's a dum dum dum. <laughs> hey. A little dark foreshadowing there. So, uh, uh, all right, as as we we open tonight's episode, uh, you, uh, Marty, Aaron, you you find yourself uh, in the clock tower. You you've been uh, visiting Mikhail, or you wanted to visit Mikhail. You were gonna pop by, maybe get some some timely coffee, and then uh, stop in and say hello. And uh, unfortunately, uh, Mikhail's nowhere to be found, and uh, Ilan's nowhere to be found, and um, you know, come to think of it, nobody's really to be found. There, there's uh, and it's a haunted clock tower. There are plenty of ghosts, and they will talk your ear off about their really boring minutia of the day before they passed away, right? <laughs> but uh, otherwise, it's kind of not much going on. You just uh, it was timely outside for Aaron to get his coffee. Oh yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Time was there, and she was happy to see you. And she, uh, yeah, she sold you uh, a steaming hot cup of fresh made coffee. Excellent. So um, yeah, Aaron uh, makes his way down from uh, the top floor where he has gone looking for anyone other than uh, ghosts, and he bids farewell to uh, the the grumpy pirate ghost. Uh, and... Yeah, so uh, I love the story, man. Uh, happy to hear it again anytime. Uh, take care. I'll yeah. see, you, see you soon. Well, now you know where Shiver Timbers comes from. Yar-har. Yep, the story never gets old. Uh, and he slams the door and uh, locks it behind him. Nice. And, uh, that'll, that'll keep the boring ghost out. Heads to uh, heads over uh, back over to Time Lee's uh, stand, which I assume is uh, still uh, right across from the clock tower. Uh, yeah, it is. It's it's just uh, sort of out front. There's there's some uh, yeah, sort of a publicish square space because uh, back when the clock tower was built, they assumed that there'd, there'd be more public room. They didn't need to densely pack things quite as much as they do these yep. days. And uh, just as you uh, reach there, um, time waves at you and and uh, has has a delightful smile on her face. Uh, but but you notice a a sort of a shorter, uh, gruffer, angrier looking person sort of storming toward the clock tower and and rapping. Uh, uh, heavily on the door. Aaron uh, says, uh, Aaron looks to see if he recognizes this person. Uh, no. I mean, uh, a halfling um, uh, looks to be uh, a little bit older, but but apart from that, you don't know. They're they're in um, part, they're, like they, they look like they're wearing, you notice the trousers, like they're they're kind of mm. blue, but you notice a little line of the trim and those uh, you recognize as, as high guard um, academy trousers. Mm. But uh, otherwise, the top and the shoes were all different. Uh, 
Aaron says uh, to Time Lee, uh, so, um, you seen uh, anybody else going in and out of the clock tower recently? I was hoping to catch up with some of my fellow detectives and sips his coffee. Oh, yeah, I saw that, um, that, uh, yeah, a couple of folks come out. Um, oh, what is that one friend of yours name that Mickey? Uh, Mikhail, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Mikhail, yeah. Yeah, he, he, uh, he took off a, oh, uh. I was working the late shift in the coffee shop, and, and yeah, he, he took off last night. He, he seemed to have somewhere he was headed. I don't know. Oh, too bad. Um, I haven't seen your little friend Ilan around. They're still banging on the door. At this point, uh, yep. the figure at the door has found the doorbell and is, is ringing. And as, as we all have established in previous episodes, the doorbell of the clock tower, uh, it's a little pull cord, and it just connects to the actual bell of the clock tower. So yep. it's like a cacophonous <laughs> bang, bang, bang. So as, yeah, as soon as the actual clock bell starts ringing, Aaron's like, okay, uh, thanks, time. I got to go. Uh, see you later. Thanks for the copy. Uh, excuse me, sir, sir, sir. What? Could you, could you not? Everyone within 18 blocks can hear that. Well, that's great. Then the people inside need to hear it. Oh, there's <laughs> nobody inside but uh, but ghosts. Um, but uh, well, at least right helpful. now. Uh, maybe, maybe I can help you. Uh, my name's uh, Officer... I mean, um, <clears throat> my name is Aaron Twilson. Uh, I'm a detective. Oh, and, yes. Uh, I yes. Wor- I actually work out of this building. I was looking for you. And for the others. Where are the others? Oh. Um... Well, it looks like I'm the only one here so far today. Uh, and you are... Um... Of course. Name's Marky. Sorry, I, I, Marky. Marky Halsey. Uh, very nice to meet you, Aaron reaches uh, to shake his hand. Uh, Marky reaches up and shakes your hand. Yeah, so uh, I, I need your help. Uh, okay. Um, well, would you uh, like to come in? Or you could grab some coffee if it's going to be a long story. I, uh, you know, I'm not really sure how to do this uh, public-facing thing. No, I have, I've had too much coffee already. Uh, thanks, so. though. Oh, f- fair, fair enough. We'll go inside. Uh, Aaron, Aaron uh, pulls the key, opens the door to the clock tower. Marky pushes and, uh, his way in first oh, and walks oh, in. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, well, and uh, Aaron closes the door and uh, steps in and uh, realizes we don't really have a waiting area. So so we're just kind of like standing standing in uh, the front of like the, the, the huge mechanics. set of... Yeah, huge set of <laughs> stairs. Yeah, there's like... Um, gears and chains and things hanging all over the place mm-hmm, and uh, and it's kind of you, you guys like... did did tip the clock tower upright in a previous episode so it's no longer <laughs> slanting over the cliff edge however no one has dusted so it's still pretty right. old uh yeah aaron says uh oh sorry i um guess i don't really have a chair in this room um but uh we could head up a couple flights there's some actual rooms up there with some furniture if you if you like uh, or we can talk here uh yeah sure whatever whatever works for you i uh all right i just i just need your guys help uh maybe maybe not just you because i don't i don't know how capable you are alone but hey, uh fair point you sure. know uh detecting is a team sport as they say yeah uh, somebody said i'm sure yeah yeah that's that's one of the reasons why i got the boot i i think anyway um i'm trying to get onto the squad I need to be part of the high guard. Onto the uh oh oh yeah um well geez uh, Marky I'm sorry I've I've got bad news um everyone that works here we've all been let go from the high guard yeah me too uh, that's that's why I thought maybe you could give me the ins you know you you worked for him for a while uh, so you obviously did something right at at the beginning maybe I see him. 
Well, I, it's much more fresh in my mind uh, how I how I got the outs, if you know what I mean. Oh, I, uh, I know. So if you I have any questions mean. about that. So what did you do? Uh, oh, well, our uh, entire division was shut down. Uh, the special visions unit was uh, in charge of hearing people's visions and sometimes they were of the future yeah, I don't which even is now know how that works oh um well it's pretty easy uh, you've got people with uh the ability to tap into the magic all around us and they uh hold a vision that they see into some kind of special object and then they show wait why am i telling you all that stuff that's illegal now um I... it's illegal now that's why okay. they broke up our division um all right well that makes yeah. sense you're you're a criminal now right uh, oh, maybe uh, I should go somewhere else. Well, at, at this point, there there is a, a yet another knock at the door, and you can hear a hand tentatively scratching for the pull chain for Whoop. the door. Uh, Aaron, yeah, Aaron is about halfway up the stairs <laughs> to the next floor, uh, and and leaps leaps over Marky, uh, like, oh, I better get that, and um, <laughs> and runs to the door. Marky was right. running to answer the door as well, and runs straight <laughs> into your backside and falls down on the ground. Oh, <laughs> right. uh, Aaron so, drops so the- his coffee. Oh, ah. The door opens briefly and then slams shut with the sound of spilled coffee. And then uh, it, it, it isn't like the clasp is a little old. It doesn't quite latch when, when it falls shut as, as you guys collide in the back. It, it, so, so after you rebound off of it, it once again creaks open, revealing a long, dark, voluptuous body before you. And eyes, uh, large eyes beaming down with glorious eyelashes say, Hello, is this the right place? I'm... I'm looking for a private detective. D- d- detective, yeah. Aaron uh, rubs his nose. His eyes are watering from uh, banging his uh, face into the door uh, and um, has has a lot of trouble making out this figure in front of him <laughs> and uh, offers his hands. Uh, uh, yeah, hi, I'm um, I'm Aaron Twilson. I'm a detective here. Um, oh, I'm- Twilson. I, I think I know that name. You wouldn't... You wouldn't be of the traveling Twilsons, would you? The figure looms down. Uh, how tall is this person? Like, way uh, taller you're, than Aaron? You're still a little bit dazed, but but you're thinking uh, that there was a little bit of stooping uh, to get under the, the door jam. Marky, you definitely know that this person has at least some giant in their heritage. Holy they are They mama. are a tall glass of water. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, I, uh, I used to travel with, uh, with the Twilson. They're, they're my family. Um, but I, uh, I left that to fight crime and now to, um, help people. I'm actually with a client right now, uh, Ms. That's, uh, Mr. Mr. Vavoom. And as oh. your vision, uh, un- unfazed, <laughs> you, you can clearly make out a, a, like a, like a quarter giant, um, a humanoid uh, man with a chiseled line of a chin, perfect teeth, uh, huge eyelashes, just and and a very tight uh, like black T-shirt, and then uh, slacks that actually have a, a slip up the side that go all the way up on one side, but <laughs> just the waist, on one basically. pant leg. Yep. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, and, well, uh, and and uh, Werner, uh, Werner Vavoom, Mr. Vavoom, uh, helps you up with, with one enormous hand in yours and basically just lifts your entire body until you're upright and sets you gently back down. Uh, oh, wow. Um, uh, you, you, you notice that uh, he must use a lot of product in his hands. His They're hands. very soft. Uh, wow, soft. I, um, uh, Mr. Vavoom, sorry, I'm, uh, I'm actually with yes. a potential client right now, uh, if you don't mind waiting. Apprentice. <sighs> The I'm correct sorry, term um, is apprentice. Uh, 
I'm sorry, Marky, did, uh, who are you apprenticing for? Um, well, you were going to show me the ropes. Oh boy. Okay. Um, that's what I'm here for. Great. Uh, cool. Wish we had had time to, uh, agree to that, but, um, Hey, why not? I'm shorthanded today. So, uh, let's do this. Your hands don't look very short. Is that a short joke? Long and supple. Are you, are you saying something? Am I saying, uh, what huh? are you oh, making fun oh, of my gosh. stature sorry i um uh, absolutely not uh i apologize for my phrasing uh it's something that i do unintentionally um wow yeah no that was really insensitive yeah I apologize. yeah it was yeah it was uh, uh mr vavoom um well as, as, as you turn back to mr vavoom you find that that he is uh sitting in an extremely fashionable chair that is his correct height that you've never seen before in your life <laughs> in the corner of the room <laughs> he's he's at ease and he's crossed his legs in a very delicate way. Yes. Oh, um wow. Uh could I get you some coffee or are you comfortable? Uh yes, I I, I would take a French press if you have one. I know espresso's too much to ask. Um uh, well, I can I get it from the stand outside. So, um if that's okay. Just a long slow blink of extremely large eyelashes. I'm fine. Great. Um <laughs> Tell, tell you what, what, uh, what brings you here today? I'm afraid it's my husband, you see. Hmm. I believe that he's been cheating on me. Oh, this is going to get good. Eyelashes oh, well. down, eyelashes back. <clears throat> um, so, sorry, if I could have an aside with uh, my colleague here. Um, Marky, we keep the exciting chatter to these sidebars, so now would be a great time <laughs> to say... That it's gonna get good, but uh, oh, this is gonna get it, good. Yeah, it probably it might. Um, I gotta be honest, a lot of these are really disappointing. But uh, most importantly, uh, you don't want to upset the client until they've uh, offered to pay us oh. and told us what the job is about. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, maybe. I'm not sure how this is gonna help you in the high guard. We didn't have to do a lot. Any, anyway, let's. Um, <clears throat> you guys turn back, and uh, Werner has an extremely tiny uh, espresso glass that he is sipping from <laughs> with one pinky up. Where where did that come? <laughs> Any, anyway, um, I'm sorry to hear that, uh, Mr. Vivoom. I know that must be very difficult uh, emotionally uh, to feel betrayed in this way. Oh, it has been. It has been. I I can't sleep. I can hardly eat. Mm. Mm, mm, I see. And uh, so, you would you like us to, uh, I guess, find proof uh, of your husband's fidelity or infidelity? Yes, if if that was possible, and I'd love to know. Whom I should blame this this horrible grotesquerie on? I just I can't imagine the gall of someone to do this. If if you find me a name, young Twilson, I I would be most in your debt. Um. Well, I uh I hate to say it, but um usually the the name of the perpetrator in a cheating case is the the spouse. So uh, whatever your husband's name is. Uh, it's you know it, t- it takes two to tango as they say. Yes, but I want to know whom he is cheating with. Oh, okay. I just I mean if there's somebody you want to be mad at, like you kind of already know. Ah, but it takes two. I want to be mad at two people. Uh, that makes okay. sense. <laughs> it does. It that does take two. Up. You said that. I did. Uh, 
Well, if you if you don't mind, um, could you tell us a bit uh, about your husband? Uh, what is their name? What do they do for a living? Uh, yes, yes, my husband. My husband has kept his maiden name. He's Philip. Philip Landerer. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> Aaron Aaron chuckles to himself as he writes that down. Phil Lander, huh? Hmm. Why? Why is that funny? Uh, oh, nothing. I just found a, a picture that I drew in my notebook earlier. Um, Wait, <laughs> Mr. let me see. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll show you later. It takes time to explain. It's kind of an inside <sighs> joke. Uh, it's it's okay. We're new at this. Uh, I'm sure we'll develop our own inside jokes. Um, and uh, what does Mr. Landerer uh, actually? You know what? Maybe I don't need all the details. Do you know where uh, he is going to meet this person that he is uh, cheating on you with, and when? Well, I, I, I don't. I, I know that I've, I've intercepted letters and, and I've found notes in, in the pockets of his very fashionable pants, and they, they indicate that he's been spending time at, 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 at that, uh, that, that gambling den of ill repute just down the street. I, I believe you know it. Uh, I think I think I do. Can you remind me of that place? It's got some uh, terrible name. I didn't have time to look up the name either. Sweet. Maybe it's in our show Bible. Probably it's, not. It's not Probably called not. Ill Repute? Oh, it's so-and-so's gambling den and house of ill repute. Oh, we'll look it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tune back in for the second half of the show when we look that up. Uh, excellent. Episode four? What? Um, oh, great. Yeah, actually, I, I do know the place. Uh, so if we need to stake out, we can do that. Uh, Aaron's writing some more notes. Um, you say that he's been spending a lot of time there. Do you have any of these yes. notes? Uh, um, I, I do. Uh, and he, he pulls out uh, an exquisite leather wallet that you uh, didn't quite see before. It looks uh, It's like one of those long ones that you put a checkbook in, right? And you're not exactly sure where in the tight shirt and the slip pants that was. But but uh, he, he pulls out a, a long receipt and passes it to you. And it's it's a receipt of, of um, a number of bets that were placed. Uh, um, that is not true. It is a receipt of, of an amount of money uh, changed into... Um, uh, tokens at a dice table and then an amount of money changed back and that amount of money that changed back is substantially higher ah interesting well either he had a good night or um hmm, yeah i really wish mikhail was here he would he would know exactly what to do with this uh marky do you do you make anything out of this i don't know if you're a gambler i don't mean to presume uh it's just that i'm not well no <clears throat> not not really not a gambler um I, I tend to lose. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, hey, good reason. Good reason not to be, huh? Uh, Does this clock tower still work? Uh, yeah. So we, the gears we, are we, turning I, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. They're 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 cranking along. Actually, we have not canonically established if it keeps good time. So, but but it does tick. Marky has um, climbed up um, the gears. And so he's to be at head height with these other guys. He's hanging onto one of the gears, and as it's turning, he's moving his hands and his feet, yeah, Perfect. just so that he can be part of the conversation. Because otherwise, Perfect. he feels left out. Yeah, he, then, then then he's uh, at the same height as Aaron is is standing, and as as uh, Mister Vavoom is sitting down. Yeah, Aaron is suitably impressed at his acrobatic skills, <laughs> his clambering. Um, I okay. I guess we're just gonna have to go see. Right. 
yeah, actually, that's uh, that's exactly what I was going to say. Go bash uh, some heads, Marky. break some knees. Okay, that's, I was going to stop at C and oh. then make a decision I, afterwards. Okay. I prefer if, if, if my beloved's knees were not broken. Yes, yeah, I, I do have uses for them. What, what about his knuckles? I, I see that you have rather muscular knees. What, what, what did you say your name was, Mr. Apprentice? Uh, Marky. Marky Halsey. Marky. Mm. And may I say you have fantastic eyelashes. Why, thank you. I've had them done this week. I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh, oh, I should show you sometime. It's marvelous. And uh, Mr. Vavum uh, leans in to, to put his hand uh, on, I guess it would be your knee, Aaron, because it's closer, even though you're not sitting, which makes it much more awkward. <laughs> yeah, uh, and and uh, his, his uh, tight V-neck t-shirt somehow has still is a little loose at the neck, and it comes open. You can see that he must shave his chest. Now, uh, darling, I, I do hope that you can solve this today. I'm... I'm really in quite of a rush to be angry at two people, you know. Oh, um, okay. Normally it or, takes a little longer. Um, or more people. If, if, if it turns out to be more, I'm perfectly content to be angry at as many people as, as are responsible. Okay. Um, well, I think I'm afraid we're going to have to charge a little more for a rush job. Uh, and uh, just, just to be clear, what, uh, what kind of proof are you looking for? Uh, do you just want names? Do you want lists of deeds? Uh, do you need signed confessions? Uh, well, I, I mean, if, if you could get an etching, that would be really good, I, I think. But, but um, just some sort of conclusive evidence or proof, whatever you can find would be great. Uh, great. So if you could just give us a description of your husband so that we know him when we see him, I think that'll be enough for us to get started. Oh, yes. He's, he's uh, tall, though not as tall as me, and dark, though not as dark as me, and handsome, some might say a little more handsome than I, but but you'll you'll get the idea when you see him. Okay. How how okay. tall? About uh, and he indicates about uh, six one. All right, so you go for shorter guys. <laughs> why why yes I do, and uh, you get another lean, another cleavage revealing lean. And Marky just says, "Great," and drops down off the gear. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Well, and uh, you notice that uh, Mr. Vavoom seems to have finished his coffee. Uh, you, you can notice this because you can no longer see it anywhere, along with the wallet. And uh, <laughs> he, he stands up and he says, "It's It's been a marvelous time chatting with you private detectives, but I must go. I have a skin appointment, you see. But I look forward to hearing from you this evening. Here is my tweeter number. Please use it helpfully. Aaron takes it and files it away. Uh, great. In your shirt? Is that what I uh, saw? <laughs> yeah. He's nice. stuffed it in his notebook. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I hope we can help you, Mr. Vavoom. I'm uh, very sorry about your anxieties uh, in this troubled time. It's, it's been dreadful. So dreadful. And uh, he, he bids you adieu and, and walks out. And as he walks out, uh, you, you guys hear uh, across the city the, the sparkling, delightful voice of the city's yeah. very favorite now-sayer, now-sayer 5. Good morning, Lanarkanum. It's me, Skip Skyseeker here for Now-Sayer 5 News. This morning, I bring dramatic news of a daring twilight robbery of Bank Oak, the druidic savings and loan headquartered out in King's Park. 
Lori Longgroth, the bank's manager, said the thieves absconded with little in the way of material wealth, as they keep little on hand except for recent deposits, but Longgroth would not disclose just how much in the way of immaterial wealth was taken. Depositors were despondent, wondering why anyone would reap what they hadn't sown. Mayor Letharge says that she has full confidence in the street guard to handle the case. I'm Skip Skyseeker. This has been your Now Say a Five News Morning Update. And I have a bank visit to make. <laughs> uh, wow, bank robberies, huh? That's um, that's kind of a big deal. It sounds uh, sounds a little more exciting. We should do that one. I'm sorry, we should we should do that one. Aaron Aaron gives him the air quotes. Oh, is that is that not how? Is that not how we talk? Um, no, I, I I get where your heart's at, Marky. It's just um. You know, we're not official law officers anymore. We oh, yeah. can't really go around investigating. Sorry, uh, I just... I, I said anymore. Uh, did did you... Uh, are you a member of the High Guard? Were you? No. Uh, no. I was. I was... I was in the Academy, but I uh, just couldn't carry the pack. And that's the only oh, reason. I... I just couldn't carry the pack. Oh, jeez. That's, um... Well... I don't. I don't know why you need my help. Then it seems like uh, some strength training would really kind of be it. Your your acrobatics are really good. I feel like you've you've got a, a good frame for climbing. You could probably just uh, with some practice learn how to handle the pack and tie it to your body so you can carry it. Okay, I'll I'll be I'll be honest with you. If if you promise you won't laugh, sure. I have some rage issues. And I may or may not have possibly attacked a drill sergeant. Oh, oh, that's very interesting. Um, well, yeah, you don't you don't have to tell me the story if you don't want to. But I would love to know was it was it that drill sergeant that's always a real jerk to everybody? Yes, yes, it was. And I'm told he'll never walk again. Oh, holy, holy shit, Aaron, Aaron takes a couple of steps back and is like, God, you know, I really hated that guy. Like he, he once took the breakfast right off my tray and made me do 50 sit-ups while he ate my breakfast. But like, you never walk again. That's, um, anyway, let's, let's go ahead and get to the gambling den. Huh? Yeah, what do you say? Sounds good. All right. And Aaron, good. uh. Aaron puts a, tries to put a couple of extra paces uh, between him and Marky. Just uh, just as you uh, uh, go to hit the door, uh, you you open the door again, and, and you guys do not collide into it this time. But but on the other side, uh, fumbling with with like both the doorbell and the keys is Ellen, everyone's favorite innocent member of the investigative squad. Oh oh hi Aaron. Oh. Hi hi friend. I'm Ellen. Uh, uh hi hi Ellen. Hi. Yeah. It, is he the weird one everyone tells me about? Hey. Uh well, we're all kind of weird in a way. Uh hey, Ellen, I'm Thanks. glad you're here. We uh we just caught a case. Uh it's a cheating case. Oh, that's cool. I like cheating. Um Yeah, we're going down so... to the gambling den, but it's not cheating at gambling. Oh, that's cool. So I I I got a case too. I got to I got to find out what happened to that 100 gold from the last time we got paid. What? Um, See, I, I I deposited it in my bank account, and now they say it's not there anymore. Oh no! Because um, they say that's a safe place, and Mikhail always lectures me that that you need to put it there, and not underneath my mattress. 
I'm I'm sorry, Marky. Would you give me a moment with my my colleague here? <sighs> sure. Just don't take too long. Thanks. Um, uh, we won't. I'll. Uh, you can time me. Uh, Aaron, <laughs> Aaron shuffles Ellen uh, over to the side and um, and leans into whispers. Ellen, I'm yeah. very I'm very proud of you for using the bank. Well, thanks. You, you what you did was very reasonable and a very smart thing to do. Well, and unfortunately, it seems like it was also the wrong thing to do at this time. We got Aww. totally burned. Aww. Uh, uh, I, I I don't know what to do. We we need to do this case and, and get paid, especially if we don't have any money. Are you? Can you go down to the bank and see if they have any leads on on who broke in? Yeah, I, I, I just came from there. They gave me this paperwork, and it pulls out a scroll and unrolls part of it, and it, it uh, hits the ground and then rolls into the side of the clock tower. And eventually, you guys hear it hit the other end of the clock tower. <laughs> they just said I have to fill this out in triplicate, and, and, and then I'll start the process of maybe getting my money back. Uh, Ellen pulls out a crayon. Aaron... <laughs> Aaron says, uh, can I see that? Do you mind if I take a look at this paperwork? Oh, oh yeah, sure. And he rolls it up and he puts it in his shirt <laughs> and he says, I'm going to get this to Mikhail and oh. he'll take care of everything. Oh, thanks. Perfect. Okay. Well, I guess I'm just going to go skip rocks then. Uh, okay. Uh, I mean, you could take this to Mikhail if you wanted. Oh, I, I don't know. I assumed he was inside. Is he not inside? No, I haven't seen him. Uh, the. Oh. Uh, Time Lee, the coffee lady, said he left this morning and hasn't yeah. seen him since. Well, they said I had to do this by today. Oh. Tell you what, no. why don't you send a tweeter bird that you're here with this scroll? And Aaron, Aaron gives it back begrudgingly. <laughs> okay. Well, if I'll, I'll be filling it out. Pulls out her crayon. But uh, if, if, if you need any help, just tweet, I guess. I, I don't know. Let me know if you hear anything. Or if you see it, I, it may be in my other overalls. But I outgrew those when I was eight, so it's probably I don't not know. then. No, that's. But it might good be worth a look. I'm gonna write my mom and I'll ask. Okay, great. Yeah, why don't you do that first? Send send your mom a tweeter. It's a good idea. Send okay. Mikhail a tweeter. Great, uh, great, Marky. Um, let's let's head out. I just need to send a, a tweet first, and Aaron Aaron <sighs> sends a tweet that's like, um, Ilan. Bank error against us. Ilan needs help with paperwork. <laughs> ASAP. 100 gold on the line and sends a tweeter to Mikhail. Wherever Perfect. he is, whatever he's doing. Perfect. Ooh. All right. Then you guys are off to the gambling den. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, this is... Uh, you caught us on a strange and busy day, Marky. Uh, not that any day is really normal for a detective, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of getting that. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's tough. The high guard uh, is an employer, you know, they take care of you. We, we didn't get paid great, but we didn't have to worry about losing all of our money that we've ever seen in our work uh, disappear because of a bank robbery. Well, they, they didn't take care of me. Yeah, that's a fair point. You know, it's it's tough being a cadet. I... Uh, I remember really struggling to make friends and uh, fit in. Uh, who needs friends? I got you. Uh, oh. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means then. You say who needs friends, implying that we're not friends. But you say you have me, implying that we have some relationship. 
Oh, look, we're here at the gambling table. Yes, and, and just as you guys get means. in that, that logical conflict, um, yes, the, the, the troll at the door opens up the uh, the very den-like door, kind of a little round, like, hobbity door, <laughs> and, and there's like a, like an earthen tunnel down, so it feels like a den, because otherwise, I mean, why would they call it a den if it didn't feel like a den? And uh, you are in the uh, aforementioned, once named during this show, gambling den. Great. Yeah, I'm really, really trying hard to find it, and it's really it, not in our it was notes. In my notes. I don't know why it's not in my notes. I ran that episode, didn't I? I think I did. Anyway, maybe. Um, yep. Yeah. So uh, Aaron uh, walks in. Aaron's been here before. Um, so Aaron uh, walks in and uh, looks basically like heads heads for the bar to uh, to get a drink to kind of blend in. Mm -hmm. um, just water. Uh, and uh, it's going to start looking around for Mr. Philip Landerer. All right. Uh, go ahead and make a perception check for me. Mm, rolling. I know. Before, before the 45-minute mark in the show. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're really early. Oh, boy. And it's a natural one. Sweet. Fantastic. All right. So um, <clears throat> I think uh, this calls for a celebration because, because clearly that doesn't do it. And uh, ordinarily on the show, we, we, we compel you to embarrass yourself and get the clue anyway. However, I think uh, in, for a natural one, and because I have other things prepared in the gambling den, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you do. You think you spot them. You, you, you think, you know, given that description, right, uh, like tall, but not as tall as a giant. Mm. You know, dark, but not as dark as that very dark-skinned giant. Handsome, but maybe not as handsome as that very handsome giant. You think you got a guy. You do. You, you think right. you got him. Uh, Aaron does nothing because he's here to watch the guy. <laughs> so he, he pulls out his notepad. Oh, he's not going to go interview the guy. Of course not. Why would he do that? All right. So you're watching the guy. Um, you guys yeah, having he... a conversation while you're watching the guy? At some point, the proprietor comes over and says, yes, are the two of you interested in gambling today we have we have the city basket orb quarter semi-finals on and i hear they're running 22 to 1 against the south town sliders hmm. um south hmm. town yes put me down for one goal uh, aaron <laughs> aaron digs deep um five coppers on the south town sliders and i'll oh. have a water please <laughs> i see and and you oh oh mr halsey back again i see lovely to see you as always yeah yeah i don't owe you any money this time that's true that's true but uh we do appreciate you having angrily thrown out that guy who uh owed us money but was rather inappropriate so your drink is on the house sir what do you like oh thanks well, in that case, I'll have a beer. An excellent choice. I'll be right back. And um, the the extremely odd, vaguely vampire-like uh, serpentine, <laughs> as I recall. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I wish we could name it. It's such a, okay, uh, like like sneaks off and, oh, and right, acquires you a beer and oh, slithers man. back and deposits this beer uh, upon you and a receipt for a five copper bet uh, against. No, in favor of the the South City 
the South sliders. South Side Sliders. South Side Sliders. It was the only one that he named, and Aaron does not keep up with the sports. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, great. Uh, yeah. So uh, Aaron uh, offers to cheers with uh, with Marky, even though uh, it's bad luck to cheers with water, uh, and says, "Oh, so you uh, you've done some bouncer work for these folks, huh?" Uh, not not so much paid bouncer work. Just uh, you know, I didn't like the guy. And he wouldn't put his pants back on. Oh yeah, this place can get pretty rowdy. Uh, it's a good good thing it's still extremely early in the day. Um, it is yeah. extremely early in the day. It's this is this is the uh, nine thirty a.m. crowd. There, you, you know, you're you're really you're being able to differentiate between people who've been lying to their spouses for a while about having a job and are clearly just coming here, right? And so they're showing up in like business clothes and and uh, a briefcase and just sitting down and crying, right? And or or the people who are definitely still here from last night, right? And like pulling over receipts of bad bets and also kind of crying. It's it's a very tear filled scene. It, it honestly, it looks like a like a like a, you know uh, there was a there was a play on uh, or a puppet show really in the uh, the puppet show frame that they have that that describes the games right. Uh, it almost <laughs> looks like there was one about like a kid with some sort of terminal disease right. People are sad. <laughs> People are sad. Uh, right. Well, any anyway, I th- I think I spotted the guy. Uh, that's him over there, right, Marky? Uh, I'll take a look. You know. Uh, doesn't doesn't really look like him. Uh, this this guy's kind of really on the short side, and and uh, which is surprising for a, an uh, like a. Uh, I mean, it's, it turns out he's really tall for a dwarf, but but you're you're not sure. You know, I mean, he's, <laughs> he is a dwarf. That at the end, uh, you you realize you you make the conclusion that that uh, that this figure is a dwarf. But maybe maybe not. I mean. You know, definitely technically smaller and uh, could be handsome if you're into really long beards. You know, depends. Uh, no, uh, no, what are you, dumb? That's not him. No, oh, no? Uh, Aaron. No. Aaron, Aaron gets up and... Uh, He's not even close to being as handsome as... What was his name? Eyelashes? Eyelashes. He's not even close eyelashes. to being as handsome as eyelashes. We can just call them the client, um, but uh, actually, maybe not in this place. Eyelashes is good. Let's use let's use code names. This is so much harder than being a police officer. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, that gives me an idea. Uh, you've you've caused trouble in here more than once before, right? Who told you? Oh, it's just a guess, and it's a good thing, I think. Uh, I have an idea, and uh, Aaron Aaron describes a plan to uh, cause a scene where uh, where Marky will, uh, in an apparent drunken rampage, be looking for Philip Landerer uh, to call him out because of um, a perceived slight that happened another night, and uh, uh, calling him out with like, "Yeah, I'd recognize your handsome face anywhere," um, <laughs> to see uh, if if we can uh, stir something up. Hoping that we can also like let that commotion tamp back down since Marky is uh, is well known here. Uh, so so yeah, what what do you uh, what do you think? Well, I guess I can work. I'm uh, although if I don't if I don't actually hit him, then they might not buy it. <laughs> okay. Um, well, we're not supposed to mess up the client's face or break anything. Do you think you could limit it to soft tissue damage? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, he should be right at the level where I can get his thigh. Nice. Okay. I think that I think that works. I, I'm certainly okay with it. I don't know about you. Uh, sure. We'll give it a shot. And so uh, Marky, who had just started uh, to take a drink of his beer, kind of sighs and then dumps it on his shirt. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron's like thumbs up, like nice, good, good thinking. Attention to detail, yeah. And uh, then he'll stumble off of the stool he was on, and stumble over onto a uh, uh, one of the tables where they're gambling, and like <laughs> shove into someone, and then bounce off that table and go over to another table and stumble into them. Yeah. Whoa. Bounce off of them and then turn around. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Phil! Phil! Where are you? You low-down, good-for-nothing, oh-so-handsome man. Uh, I, I, I figure you recognize, uh, Aaron. Uh, Philip Philistine from a previous episode stands up and says, What? <laughs> Not Me? you, you Philistine! <laughs> Drops his, uh... I don't know, single lens, apparently. His his one-use monocle. Phil Edgar! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I, I think... <laughs> I think at this point I'm going to have to ask for a performance check from uh, Marky Halsey. Uh, with advantage, because he's definitely made this performance before. Right. And uh, plus the beer, like, that. that's uh, certainly deserving of advantage. Let's, let's see where we go then. Well, that's an 18 or a 22. Whoa. I think I'll take the 22. All right. Both extremely yeah. good. That is an extraordinary success. All right. So, um, yes, <clears throat> more than enough to make up for a natural one. Um, suddenly, <laughs> a, 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 a figure uh, stumbles out of the back, uh, you know, like the dice tables, right? And uh, looks looks around confusedly and looks up at you and says, I've never seen you before in my life. What? What? What are, what are you talking to me for? I, what, what do you? What do you mean? It, it turns out this figure is is uh, very much uh, taller. Uh, it turns out half elf, and uh, you know, darker but not uh, as dark, right? And it looks reasonably happy. I mean, uh, handsome, also happy. I mean, except for being called out by some weird drunk. What? What are you talking about? I, I, I've never seen you before in my life. What? What, sir? I, what? What is your problem? Well, of course, you haven't seen me. You were wearing a blindfold. I'm calling you out. And then he'll just charge him. And just punch him in the thigh right above the knee. All right, that sounds like an attack roll to me. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) There's a natural one. (laughs) Oh! Wow. Wow. All right. Um, yeah, that's that's uh, that's that's pretty exciting so far. Uh, so the scales of justice for everybody at home has two successes and two failures. We're doing real awesome. Uh, but uh, yeah, so so you 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 go to punch him, and uh, somehow you he is a little taller than you thought because you pass right between his legs. Like like your punch almost hits his thigh, and then and then you sort of stumble forward and and plow through and he, he kind of has this awkward moment where his knees kind of buckle out from under him but you just go plow through and, and like skid across the floor in kind of a beery smear for about two feet or so and then you're kind of down 
<laughs> he says, why? I, I never. I, I'm offended. I, what, what kind of a place do you run here? This salamander person whose name we don't remember? Manager, proprietor of this store, what kind of place are you running that this this kind of thing could happen? I'm, I'm offended. I'm I'm gonna cash out and leave. And he starts. Uh, he goes back to the back room, and you hear kind of chips piling into bags. Uh, it's a mild argument. And Marky will pick himself up and walk over and climb up him and grab onto the collar of his shirt and hold his <laughs> fist up and say, "I don't know what offended is." Like, no one's ever been offended around me, but you're not leaving. That sounds like a grapple check. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wow, Mm -hmm. man. Two combat rolls in a row. This has never happened. Oh, there's a 14. Uh, That'll that'll do it. Well, uh, yeah, that'll do it. He's not uh, exactly the most successful of successful beings uh yeah so so you're you're, you're straddling there. Like, oh, I'm, I, well, I, I'm, i won't go anywhere no no and, and just then the the troll of the door has finally heard the commotion or somebody's told him and so he lumbers in to the front what's what's all this going on in here it's no trouble in the gambling den you're gonna have to get out take the fight to the alley like everybody else marky pretends to pass out <laughs> Aaron, Aaron over at the bar sips his water. Nice. <laughs> All right. All right. I'll give you one last roll uh, to pretend to pass out. Ooh, 18. All right. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yes. So, I never. And, and uh, you know, the, the brighter comes over and, and makes some apologetic gestures and, and uh, you know, pats and cleans off his, his coat a little bit and then uh, hands him his bag of chips and directs him, you know, personally to the, to the exchange counter. You can hear some apologies made under his breath. Uh, meanwhile, the troll uh, picks up uh, Marky and just uh, basically sets him out in the back alley in Dirt Alley and then closes the door. Doesn't throw him. He's a friendly troll. Not, not... Uh, you know, he doesn't want to be that stereotype of a bouncer who's just brutal for no reason. Like, this this situation requires no brutality, and so he just lifts you and sets you out there and locks the door behind him and then comes back to the front. Marky just sits up in the aisle, looks at the door. Well, crap. <laughs> and then, um, at some yeah, point... So Aaron is going to watch for uh, to see what Phil does now. Like, is, if he sits down or if he does cash out and leaves. Uh, uh, yeah, before, yeah, before he goes to back to meet up with Marky. He's uh, cashing out, and he walks out the front door about the about the time that uh, the troll uh, walks back up. And he says, I'll have some words about this. I'm going to write a review. I'm going to post it up on the bulletin board out in the square, <laughs> and people will read it. And kind of uh, huffs off as much as he could huff off. Uh, while, while that's all happening, Aaron uh, is digging in his uh, money pouch to leave a tip and um, size and... Uh, leaves a two copper tip <laughs> and uh, and then heads out to uh, follow Philip Landerer and uh, peeks, peeks his head down the alley uh, as he heads out the door to see if he sees Marky uh, and, and give him a, a quick like come on let's go uh, Marky who had been trying to wring the beer out of his shirt uh, sees you and quickly throws it back on and sprints down the alley to join up with you and, um, you, you, you notice the very serpentine uh, proprietor of, of the shop uh, come after you. Wait, wait, I'm afraid that you've uh, forgotten. D- don't leave so quickly, young man. Hold up. 
Do you guys keep going, or do you wait? It's uh, up to you. I, uh, I think Aaron say. Um, I think he's talking to you, and uh, he's gonna at least keep an eye on Philip. Uh, what? Uh, he, he will. He will let him get a good distance away before he would feel the need to run and catch up. So it kind of depends on how far away he is. What? Uh, what's the problem? Ah, if you've. Young man, you haven't, you, you don't n- yet know about uh, the outcome. The Southtown Sliders, they're horribly as unfavored, but they might be hot. Don't you want to stay? Oh, right. Uh, s- sorry, I'll definitely check in on this later. Uh, I just need to take care of something right quick. Thank you. And Aaron <laughs> runs off <laughs> All right. to try and catch up. All right, then uh, make a roll to catch up with disadvantage. Yeah. Oh, disadvantage. That's that's the worst kind of advantage. Can I help him? I'm running with oh, him. Oh, boy. <laughs> I think that uh, it's going to be a party roll. And it'll be it, the one person with the longest legs who makes it. It doesn't <laughs> matter because it was a one. And those that's, ones really like was, us tonight. That was an 11 and a one. Nice. Okay. All right. Well, uh, yeah, you, you get down the alley and you're, you're pretty sure uh, you thought you saw him. But then you, that's a one. You totally see him. You definitely <laughs> see him. Aaron Tweet Twilson is on the ball. You see a figure who is definitely not as tall as a giant and is definitely not that handsome and is certainly sneaking down some sort of alleyway. In fact, oh, he's jumped into a, uh, of all things, it looks like uh, there was there was like an ox cart going down the street with, with a bunch of like, uh, like a pack of chickens and a couple of barrels, like probably water barrels feed the chickens or something, uh, driving into market. And, and this figure uh, stops the, the driver and hops on and like passes him a copper piece and they keep going toward the city. Deeper into town. Uh, all right. Aaron is... Uh... <laughs> I mean, Aaron believes it's him. I'm not gonna table. I'm not gonna tabletop this. Uh, uh, let, what's this cart look like? Could could uh, could Aaron get on it? Uh, it's it's uh, an ox cart. It's it's uh, there's, there's a yeah, like a bunch of chicken crates, a couple of barrels, kind of toward the back. This this figure is riding up front, kind of near the the drover. And uh, yeah, you 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 think? I mean, you're pretty acrobatic. You think there? You could probably make a check to jump on the back. I mean, it's, it's going at standard ox cart pace, so you could probably just walk and keep up, too. Or uh, you, you, if you were real lazy, you could, you could. oh, you don't have any money for a cab. <laughs> you probably can't get a cab and pay them to keep up, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all are, right. Are you going to use your harness and strap yourself to the bottom or something sneaky, ridiculous? Because uh, that would be credible. Just saying. <laughs> Ilan would uh, do it. Ilan, Ilan absolutely would do it. Um Aaron is going to look down at Marky and be like, uh, we're going to wear ourselves out if we try to keep up with this ox cart. How how do you feel about being thrown in the air? And he, he kind of looks looks like embarrassed to ask. What? I, I'm, I'm going to throw you onto the ox cart and then I'm going to jump on after you. Oh, that's okay that with you. That sounds like fun. Okay, sweet. I'm going to need your help because I'm not actually very strong. <laughs> but but I am very good at this. I'm an acrobat. And uh, and so, yeah, Aaron, um, like, takes takes several running steps forward to get some space and then leans down uh, to make kind of like the, the cheerleader catch so that, yeah, he can... One, one foot throws. Yeah. 
Yeah, all right. I'll, I'll give uh, each of you are going to make a check. I'll, I'll give uh, Devin. Marky's check is with advantage, I believe, because of uh, Aaron's help. And, and uh, Marty, Aaron's check is with uh, definitely on acrobatics. Uh, Marky, yours is acrobatics or athletics, your choice, whichever's pressed, probably athletics. And, uh, ooh, that's a, that's a raise the roof gesture. Uh, yeah, with acrobatics, that's a 19 total. Nice. From Aaron. <laughs> I rolled two sixes. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh-oh. So, uh, yeah, Marty, you 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 deftly maneuver and uh, muscle for rank, and then and then uh, pr- pretty soon you you end up right on the back of this cart, and, and you're kind of sitting in like a like there's an actual indent in the chicken uh, cages. They've in, in the jostling, they've kind of separated themselves out because like the for some reason the center board's over an axle or something, and so it's higher, right? And so the, the chicken cages have made themselves a little wedge, and you deftly fit in that wedge and turn around. And, uh, Devin, Marky just misses it, and your hands do, like, this thing. <laughs> fingertip. And then, uh, little, little fingertip touch. Exactly. And, 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 and then you manage to find this, this ox pie. And, oh, no! Uh, just, just right in it. Just, just almost just right in it. But uh, then you get up and trot up, and then you get on the cart. That is that is the punishment for make, failing the check is is uh, generally with this show unless they're ones or we're feeling particularly cruel the punishment is either public embarrassment or a flashback as to why this succeeded and uh, apparently you got public embarrassment yeah. to go with your beer oh well uh, I'll let you avoid the dung if you tell us a story as to how you've uh, become skilled at avoiding dung <laughs> it was. Uh... I was about seven, and uh, my my dad, he used to love riding ponies, and uh, always tried to get me on them. Man, that pony hated me. Threw me once, and uh, I saw it coming. It's fresh, fresh pie, right, to, right in the ground. But mm. uh, I grabbed that pony's tail, and I yanked hard. Man, that pony took off running. Saved me from landing face first in that pie. Hated me even more ever since then. All right. All right. That's that's a very emotional tear-jerking story. And uh, so luckily, <laughs> you, you use those reflexes that came from that youth, that those youthful uh, moments. Fling yourself out of the way to the dirt and then roll. And you guys do make the uh, the, the fist gump and, and you're both on the back of the cart. So, uh, yeah. Uh, and with that dramatic moment, we have hit time for our mid-episode break. Thanks for listening to Lawful and Orderly Special Visions Unit. Join our detectives again next time for the thrilling conclusion of Crimes of Passion. Visit us at nowsayers.com. N-O-W-S-A-Y-E-R-S dot com. Our whole crew can be found on Twitter. Scott is at G-E-O-W-T-F. Clara is at A-L-O underscore S-E-D-A one. Marty is at Schmarty, and Andrew J. Young is at That1GM. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and review, or tell a friend about the show. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>